0: Hello and welcome to your second bonus TF for the week Um, Today we are talking about probably one of the best movies that has been made since, I don't know, Deep Impact? Pacific Rim Pirates, the the core movie (laughs) <laughs> we're, 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 <laughs> the core. we're talking about um, Armageddon starring Bruce Willis. One of Transformers. Mm. No, I, I think uh Hussein got it right the first time it was Pacific Rim. We're talking about the best movie since Pacific Rim. Brexit mm. the Uncivil War. Who boy. Um and I'm It's I'm, part of the Avengers universe. <laughs> <laughs> I and I'm joined by a, a rogues gallery of regulars, including Milo and Hussein. Yo,
1: it's us. We're, I'm definitely not hungover. It's all fine. Absolutely it's all good. It's going to be a good
0: episode, folks. Oh, boy. It's good. We're going to keep it tight.
1: Riley's on top form. Very
0: much There's on top no form. No
2: references to Italians in this no, episode.
0: Not at all. Nothing, no sort of like ham handed attempts to sort of definitely shoehorn not. phrenology in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Irish that much. Um, we only talk about Italians on Columbus Day, we, and only in a business context yeah business uh. italian <laughs> do you, i only speak i only speak business italian uh, which is just it's a kind of italian business <laughs> it, falls like it falls off the sanitation it falls off the very italian style of business yeah <laughs> it falls off the backs of trucks It's constantly that's all how any business gets done in italy stuff is <laughs> constantly falling off the backs of trucks <laughs> <laughs> hey where did you get all these illegal immigrants hey it fell off the back of a truck <laughs> <laughs> the pro- and then all the trucks have to come off the backs of other trucks, etc. It turns out it's just all trucks, folks. It's trucks all the yeah, way down. There are there are no Italians. They're all trucks. Um, and of course, we this are- episode already doesn't make sense. We're <laughs> only, we're we are two the, the entire
3: this, Transformers uh, franchise just Italians. <laughs> and we are also <laughs>
0: trucks assemble into a giant Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> to do a breath weapon. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. And we're joined by Alice from Glasgow. Hey, guys. Alice, how are you doing? I'm
3: excited to be on the podcast that made a manifesto commitment to never, ever talk about Brexit. Um, and we won't. Glasgow, Glasgow famously about being everyone? that
2: place where... So did you see Rory Stewart's tweet this morning? Oh, goodness. Oh, about Jesus. how... Um, okay, so someone's going to have to bring it up because I can't remember, but it was right. amazing. Um, because he basically implied that coffee shops don't exist outside of Watford. It was oh.
0: awesome. Uh, <laughs> like, to be fair,
1: whenever I get coffee, it, like, I do go to Watford. Here it it's is. Better. I found it. I found it, it the most
0: Warhammer what I found Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's the core theory of this show. Uh, it is. It is the folly of too many to mistake the echo of a London coffee house for the voice of a kingdom. Wow. Awesome. Damn. Thanks, Rory. Awesome. That's like the
1: trailer
3: of like a new Netflix
0: period drama. He's
3: become, Maybe. He's become a Greg's high Tory.
0: It's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. No, my, my, my man should, like, walk back across Afghanistan now. That's what I recommend Rory Stewart does.
1: <laughs> Where are the Brexit
0: sausage rolls? The people have spoken, Gregs. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we are joined by uh, returning champion George Eaton. George, how's it going? Afternoon, comrades.
4: And Indeed, this is the second time, and and the second time is always better. Indeed, so, of course, absolutely.
0: Especially because we're on a bonus episode, just so like we World can... War Two. <laughs> 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 they did that. Yeah, that one was so much better. Care. Oh, and at risk of doing Twitter review, did you see that? bet I just, I, I haven't looked into it, but I opened up my phone, and the first headline was Ben Shapiro under fire for baby Hitler comments.
2: He just like loves posting. He loves posting so much but he did a podcast. <laughs> live in front of a standing
1: audience. Uh-huh.
2: Just did not give a fuck.
0: Yeah. It's it's great. And, my, and talked about how he
2: loved Hitler.
1: <laughs> my brain is so fucked that now all that's going on in my head is baby Hitler, baby <laughs> Hitler riding backwards on a pig, baby Hitler.
0: I mean, to be I I wonder what the comments were. Maybe it was just that uh if Ben Shapiro said that he'd go back in time to fight baby Hitler, but that <laughs> no, baby to, Hitler, was no. but, Hitler with that, logic. but that baby Hitler was too big. <laughs> wow.
2: Too big, too powerful, too sexy for him. Baby Hitler still has the
0: mustache. Obviously. There's, there's
2: just an entire
3: uh, spin off of World War II, like the Muppet Babies. It's just baby World War II.
2: It's horrible.
3: World <laughs> War
0: II? Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Band of babies. <laughs> okay. So we watched the Brexit movie. God. Uh The very bad Brexit movie with, um, with uh, 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 Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, if that is his real name. If that is his real name. Um, Dominic Bandersnatch, as I'm going to be referring to him, um, playing uh, Dominic Cummings, or Dominic Cumshot, as he will now be referred to throughout the rest of the episode. It's
1: very confusing. No one's going to have the real name. No,
4: Dominic Cummings. Two,
0: two, Thank yeah,
4: you. Two, two men united by cum.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, we all came from that's, cum, and to cum we shall return. That's the title of a film I also recently watched. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically... To set up this movie, uh, it's like someone decided to do a made-for-TV movie of, of... It's not like that. It is. Someone decided to do a made-for-TV movie of Brexit kind of before Article 50 has been final... But like Before the due date for Article 50. Uh, it's, it's like sort of... It's like making a making-of documentary for a movie that's not done yet, but releasing it before the movie comes out. It's very strange. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure that was one of the Transformers films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so this, but th- this film is essentially, uh, what it does, it follows uh, the official Leave campaign, which was um, Vote Leave, and the official Remain campaign, which was Britain Stronger in Europe, which incidentally in this film seems to be sort of, is the, probably the only realistic thing about it was that the Remain campaign was sort of just a bunch of feckless nerds who failed to understand anything about politics. Yeah.
1: I also love how the, the Remain campaign even was just too many syllables. Like That was like just literally even on the first principles they lost because the other one was like, vote leave, very simple. And Britain's stronger in Europe. I'm bored by the end of that. Like <laughs> two words
4: at most. And, and which, of course, um, translates as BSE. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. These Subliminal are the sort of messaging. elementary things which campaigns are meant to, to oil out at the start. So yeah. that, was never, that wasn't a good omen to begin with.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's good. Mm. That, it's good that um, that Craig Oliver, who appears to be the high Tory of getting embarrassed in public all the time, uh, was running that campaign because I think he clearly did just a bang up job. Um, but we'll get into that. So let's I want to say I
2: really enjoyed the post credit scene. Did you, did you guys stay for that <laughs> so post credit scene? You see like Tommy Robinson in a spaceship putting on a putting on a golden glove just like smirking to the camera (laughs) mr robinson
3: what are you doing sir finishing
0: this fight Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm giving the european union back their bomb (laughs) awesome yeah these people all these people all think they're in a highly intellectual version of halo so let's get into it shall we Mm. um so the movie opens with uh dominant cummings now Let's 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 still enjoying that name. That's right. This us with Dominic Cumshot looking at the camera, um, in like a supply closet. And they what they basically done is they looked at at at, at Benedict Cumberbatch or Benedict Bandersnatch and they were like, We need to make you look weirder. You don't look sufficiently weird. So they, they they basically shaved most of his head um and made him wear a bunch of inside out jumpers, uh just so you know he's smart. And the first line of the movie really sets the tone. I actually have written it down here. Uh, it is, Britain makes a noise, an actual noise. Did you know that? The noise is just the alarm <laughs> on
3: one of those buses that screams how the bus is under attack. <laughs> it's,
0: the, it's, it's just, the, it's just the, um, uh, 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 the peon from Warcraft being like, we're being attacked <laughs> as a bus. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's like the, It's setting out the tone for this film If Britain yeah. makes a noise, an actual noise Did you know that? Um, and then uh, Dominic Cummings Or Dominic Cumshot, I'm going to get that right Eventually, basically just going to A bunch of job interviews where he has Too high of an IQ uh, To do well at any of them
1: Yeah, it's like Dominic Cummings Showing up at McDonald's and he's like, sorry I don't know what a hamburger is <laughs>
0: <laughs> I only eat books <laughs> Right, and um, he's, and you can hear him. And the the reason I think that the first impression I get of this film is that it's basically um, politics, Joker, uh, in as much as you can hear him talking to himself, saying, "Be polite, be engaged, don't tell them what you really think." As he's being asked by a you know consulting firm of some kind, like how they can advise their clients better, because he's looking for a job. This is after all set after the Leave campaign. Uh, and he's just trying not to tell these people what morons they are, but he's just barely holding himself back from it.
4: Yeah, mm. and, and it stands in what you could call the great political strategist theory of history, or the great man theory of history, that mm. this idea that there are these rare geniuses who control mm. the war room and change the course of history single-handedly. Yeah. Does it not make and- the
3: previous one of those Bill Clinton, by the way, or his team, rather? <laughs> Which is very yeah, strange. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a Dominic Cummings going. The way we're going to win this campaign is by getting blowjobs under the desk.
5: Absolutely.
0: Now <laughs> uh, he he's very much he's almost certainly a no-fap guy. Yeah. Um, because that's a th- that's a, I because he, he then says uh to the um to the interviewers uh he said, he snaps he's unable to put up with these fools anymore. He says you're stupid. You don't see that the globalized world is changing. You need to teach your client. You need to teach Apollonian ra- irrationality and Dionysian intuition, and that's where we sound the first Greek mythology horn. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. I, when
2: I heard that, I was just generally just like, "You, this is something you would say, something that you would say."
0: Excuse me, but
2: not like in a serious <laughs> sense, but just, just like, just like in some sort of like bit for the show. Oh okay, yes, right, yeah. right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like attribute you as like going into. I mean, maybe I don't
3: know. Damn, feeling mad good. Dionysian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> feeling like a white Dionys. <laughs> right, and so this is this is the first thing where he's like another where he's like uh, where, where their movie is really trying to show you that this guy's the freaking brain god because yeah. he has read several Wikipedia pages about uh, ancient Greek mythology.
2: He's read over thirty books. <laughs>
0: yeah, and and has um. And, and has read also all of the books that He's read all the books you need to read to be a genius Just like everyone said about Bannon They were like, Steve Bannon is terrifying He reads Sun Tzu Machiavelli And then they're saying the same thing about, about Dominic Cumshot Oh, Sun Tzu, that's cute I've read Richard Scarry's Busy Town <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they say the same thing about Cumshot Where they're like, um, they're like, yeah, he's, he's read all of the great books And it's like, no, he just read the political science reading list Like he read the first year reading list of any political science course, and they're like, "Oh, he's a mega genius." All of the great books, I've read all of the great books. All the
2: great books, like you know, uh, *Crime and Punishment*.
3: uh... *Thucydides* yeah He talks Um, about
0: Thucydides a lot uh Uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy yeah my side a classic Uh. Uh, (laughs) being Jordan by Katie Price (laughs) (laughs) the Quran from which he derived all of his power
2: the Quran is too powerful that's That's true yeah
0: yeah that's a that's a that's a foreigner book and Dominic Cummings knows not to read those just in case he like just in case he accidentally becomes a foreigner
2: my favorite part of the whole film was when he wrote Turkey on the on the, on the board. My yeah. favorite part. I was just uh, a shopping
1: list.
5: Uh, I mean we could
2: talk about we could talk about the weird erratic notion of like just writing everything on walls for no reason. Yeah, they, weren't, just...
1: they were just walls.
3: Like they're not getting their security deposit back for that office. <laughs> you know what it is though? It's a Zero Dark Thirty thing. Because it was in that too, the, the CIA agent who like captures Bin Laden keeps writing the number of days since the last it's, sighting on the office wall and stuff, and it's meant to show how turmoil tr- it's stuff.
2: It's, it's this weird number trend. of
1: days since last nine <laughs> eleven. It's, it's
2: this weird trend that I've noticed happens in all these movies about like self proclaimed geniuses and the narrative that like it only takes one genius of a brain that's too big for everyone else and too shiny for everyone else uh to succeed so it happens in the social network you remember the, the first mm. scene when they write the f- when they write the algorithm on like a window mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. what creates like you know the facebook and it happens in house mm-hmm. so house is all about a guy who's too smart and too cool for everyone and he just writes things mm-hmm. on whiteboards and he finds out you know that's why he's yeah. a genius and, that's he's, read he's, and he, he's, he's read all the great diseases he's read all the great diseases that's a man who's read the 12 rules of life more than once um he's had it, diphtheria
1: yeah. just to prove a point
2: um i'm pretty sure it happened in like some of like are a bunch of other movies and obviously like zero dark first he was the same it was just this so i i don't know i found this whole thing i did this this idea that like your brain is so powerful that you have to put stuff on walls mm-hmm. so that you can you know, just like give it a bit of space to breathe, because otherwise you'll just be thinking thoughts that are too genius.
1: Wait, theory. Uh, Dominic Cummings is Banksy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do we feel about that? So this, there's and see you see him. This opening shot in this supply cupboard where he goes to to do his, his sort of mega thinking.
4: Mm, I have to say this, 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 this prompts an an anecdote which I have to reveal before before I miss the chance. So I was I was recently told by a former conservative colleague of of Dominic uh, of Dominic Cummings another aide that he had a habit of sitting in in the women's toilets with the door open
2: Oomps among us.
4: Mm. That, so that 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 would have been an alternative yeah. opening scene because he's <laughs> trying to <laughs> listen Which might to have Britain. Cast him more as the contrarian jerk that he is, rather than as the uh, the, the the genius of our age. He just
1: already completely graffitied the men's toilets with like stuff about <laughs> turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Had to move on to the women's.
2: He's a, he's like just, Mr. Cummings, you cannot write gollywog across the women's <laughs> toilet. <laughs> I understand that you're a very smart guy, but you just can't write slurs. You can't write slurs in bathrooms. I'm, I'm you know
3: t- how I got these workplace complaints? <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to this being the next sort of cultural hysteria is Tory strategists infiltrating women's spaces to use them as mind palaces. <laughs> They're so dumb that they think a mind
1: palace is like a physical place. <laughs> you know, Janice Turner, might Jan, what's her name? She might be
2: worried about... Like dudes, uh, you know, men who infiltrate women's toilets But except for Dominic Cummings Then you're allowed to do it because it's for business
0: reasons (laughs) (laughs) Of course So I actually, so Dominic Cummings Before he was made the head of the the leave campaign The official leave campaign Or what would become the official leave campaign In the 2016 referendum Was a former spad, I think, to Michael Gove And then he sort of Mm -hmm. left politics for a bit Just to do blogging He was just a, he blogged and he wrote these sort of ten thousand word pieces on you know the the, the using Thucydides to, to to using Thucydides to order more effectively at a restaurant. or it was complete bird brain shit. Donnie Cummings was writing very wordy answers on Quora.com. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> just utter bird brain nonsense where it's like eight thousand words of of like you know talking about IQ and phrenology and like the British destiny or whatever. <laughs> That's basically him. He sort of lives in a mind palace of his own of his own creation. I actually have a um, a snippet from one of his essays in front of me. Who boy is it ever something? Um, overall, the this essay is an attempt to sketch some ideas for what Nobel Prize winning physicist Murray Gell-Mann called an Odyssean education. Wow.
2: What with this guy in Greek stuff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> an education that starts with the biggest questions and problems. Well, it's because uh, the ancient Greeks invented being smart. I guess. Uh, they, uh, yeah, you have to go, You have to go back to the source for the ultimate intelligence, <laughs> the uncut stuff. They also invented pedophilia. I mean, coincidence? <laughs> an, ed- an Odyssean education. An education that starts with the biggest questions and problems and teaches people to understand connections between them, which is integrative thinking.
3: Does, universities new- uh, does an Odyssean education not begin by losing a war in Turkey?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's why he writes against and, the war. Well, no, no, <laughs> they, they win the war in Turkey, to be fair. Uh. Sorry, I'm, I'm having a sound. That's why he writes it Turkey on the door. <laughs> it, like, the war against Troy was kind of like the Greeks' Afghanistan. They sort
0: of notionally win, but, like, at what cost? Hmm. So, universities need new interdisciplinary courses. For example, in March, Stanford announced a new undergraduate degree in computer science and English. It would be great if Oxford created alternatives to PPE, such as ancient modern history, maths for presidents, and coding. Maths for presidents? That sounds like a rap album from the 90s. <laughs> maths for presidents.
1: What? The more you say it, the more it sounds like a rap album, genuinely. I
0: think there might be one called that. <laughs> And so it's, it's this is a guy, yeah. So he's basically is like, is like, we need to, we need to find new ways to get STEM into the heads of our our parliamentarians, and not just have them read a bunch of books. I'm not the ones I did. I read the books that make you a genius. We need them books. to not do that. He literally um, spent
3: and, ten thousand words on inventing the concept of liberal arts. <laughs>
5: have
0: you heard about this book called Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban? Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, i um. And, this, and the other thing I've noticed is, before we sort of get into the plot of the film, so that's sort of Dominic Cummings, that's who he is. Uh, the music is just, they play the Ninth Symphony over and over and over again, because that's the soundtrack to being smart, I guess. Like, the soundtrack to being a mega genius is Ode to Joy. It's also the uh, European the, anthem, isn't it? Yeah, I, it is. I mean, See, they're this, being smart there, that's brain genius. <laughs> oh, damn. It goes off in Ibiza, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are... They're, and they played it sort of in minor keys throughout, and it's like, whoa, cool.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to the recut of the Brexit movie where the music is just Venom by Eminem.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> the other ploy they might have played was, I think, when coming to work for Gove, they had a poster of uh, Lenin on the wall, and they referred to their education forms as Maoist, and this... And, that, and and centrists would love this because they'd be look, this basically proves the left and the right are just the same, and they
1: both love Mal. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Bannon called both himself a Leninist, president. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, mm. it's only it's only so so <laughs> superficially. It's it. These are not deep thinking people. Like he's a Leninist because he read the Wikipedia page for Lenin and was like Lenin did a totalizing revolution. I think of myself as doing a totalizing revolution. I'm a Leninist now, Bannon's like I would also like to be coated in
1: plastic and left in a glass case in the center of the city <laughs> sort of <look> at- <laughs> in that respect I'm a Leninist
0: <laughs> and that's the it's so that so people like Cumshot or Bannon or whatever um they they're the kinds of people who sort of who have like a th- their levels of commitment to sort of whatever. School of thought they belong to Is the same as A teenager who is Wants to get a no fx tattoo Because they're going to love no fx forever And that's who they are now And then in in, in two months they're going to be a Fucking leninist um, Any case so It's his ultimate so let's go through these, This movie that has taken a placebo Of the limitless pill Um. So <laughs> That is just what Sun Tzu is. It's a placebo yeah. of the limitless. Well. Yeah,
1: like everyone who's read anything by Sun Tzu thinks they're like a fucking genius. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're like,
0: I am a master of war, and then they get mugged by some twelve-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the movie opens with Douglas Carswell, UK's only MP, and then uh, a oh God, who was the other guy,
4: Matthew Elliot. Matthew Elliot, oh. and a
0: sort of a, a lobbyist for leave, who's this sort of yeah the the admin guy for the Leave campaign, meeting in an art yeah, gallery. Who like looks like, it looks like someone who at about
1: age 15 was thrown in a locker by some bullies at school and was forgotten about for 15 years and <laughs> emerged later somehow in a suit at age 30 and immediately went to work on the Brexit campaign. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: the
4: irony is, in, in a way, though, is that if anyone has a claim to be the sort of dark genius of right-wing politics, it, it, it's more Matthew Elliott than, than, than Cummings. Matthew Elliott was the guy behind the Taxpayers' Alliance... The guy behind the No to AV campaign. So he he is a player that is rightly feared because when he's on the side of a campaign, they tend to win. weren't the Taxpayers Alliance that thing from the Phantom Menace? <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, fun. Uh, so they, they meet in this in the in this art gallery because they're because this is all like cool spy shit. Um, I think it's the National Gallery and
3: Take
2: Britain. Um, it's where I also had very many secret business yeah. meetings.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, it's literally, it's a recreation of that scene from, um, is it Spectre or it's one of the Daniel Craig Bond films where yeah. Ben Hipshaw, like gives him his like gun and gadget thing in the yeah. fucking National Gallery
0: or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a slight equivalent to that later, actually, when they meet the dark data geniuses who do magic with, of uh, Aggregate IQ stroke Cambridge Analytica. Oh, yeah. They're like, meeting over coffee and it's like, do I do I take the, this iPad full of names? Uh, but we'll get there. Uh, there also, uh, we are introduced in the next scene to, um, to uh, Aaron Banks and Nigel Farage. Oh, fuck, this is so good. Because this is, like, for some reason,
1: like, Nigel Farage and Aaron Banks are portrayed as these, like, kind of, like, star-crossed lovers. It's really weird. And they're, like, drinking Stolly out of the bottle while lying on the bonnet of Aaron Banks' Range Rover. And Aaron Banks, for some reason, is played by the Duke from Layer Cake.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're, like, Bert and Ernie. There's basically a scene of them going to bed together in two separate single beds. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: fuck. I mean, I, I, I sort of see them more as Laurel and Hardy, especially because one's sort of short and stout and one is tall and slenderer. I wish that at least one of them had been crushed to death by a piano. <laughs> uh, but we see basically the, what is the um, Farage arrives at a garden party at Banks's Manor by helicopter for some reason. Why that is is not known to me, other than Nigel just, Farage is like never learned his lesson about air travel. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so they can like show that all the other guests are panicking, mm-hmm. but Aaron Banks doesn't even care. He's not interested it's, it's, in champagne, he's got a lager.
4: It's, so, it's actually so Farage can look down on the landscape of the UK and see all of the seven parliamentary seats that he's failed to win. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Dominic Cummings listens to the UK, but <laughs> Nigel Farage watches the UK <laughs> from the um, women's bathroom.
0: <laughs> so, so this sets up one of the key conflicts of the film actually uh which is between Vote Leave the official campaign the one headed by our friend Mr. Cumshot uh and assembled by Carswell and the various sort of MPs and so on and um uh uh, uh leave.eu which is the Nigel Farage Aaron Banks much more openly fascist one as opposed to uh Vote Leave which was merely crypto fascist yeah on the blockchain fascism <laughs> <laughs> and so They 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 put the team together. They do um they do Oceans Eleven for Brexit basically. And there's these little again these these little like um little cameos that come up across someone like they're um like like they're in an action movie, but it's just like uh, Nigel Farage. I love the I love the tiny Chinese guy they get who climbs through the hole in the ballot box to stop it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um
0: and so this is this is then where we get to the office where the Vote Leave campaign, which he wants that official designation, has been given its terrible um, uh, white-walled uh, space uh, south down south of the river, and um, immediately Dominic Cummings just starts drawing on the wall. He draws the word out in big letters because he's a deeply dramatic man, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, like... What, like, If you what? saw the uncut
2: version, there was a slur, slur about <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Um yeah, so it's a, uh, and then he he turns to his staff and he says, "Alexander the Great, Socrates, and Sun Tzu all disrupted Europe." Walk into a bar. Um, he says they all disrupted Europe. Sun Tzu didn't disrupt Europe. Sun Tzu a Chinese warlord, no
1: one even Europe even <laughs> knew about Sun Tzu until hundreds of years after his death. What the fuck is he talking about?
0: <laughs> it, it's um, but again, this, there's this whole there is this little bit of like high IQ worship in this film where it's like where we've decided that we're it's all disrupting. Everything is a startup. Um we need to we and we need to like um uh 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 reset everything's operating system and so on. And so I need to be Alexander the Great and I w- but he's picking all he's like Alexander the Great. Why? Alexander the Great killed tons of people. Why Dominant Cummings yeah. do you feel like you have to kill a bunch of people? Well, what I need to do first of all, in order to do Brexit, you need to do
1: first things. You need to be uh tutored and molested by Aristotle. Uh, then you need to conquer most of Asia Minor, and then you need to have a bit of a cry. That's kind of the three key, and that's
0: why it's Alexander the Great. I mean To be fair, someone, a, a great European who likes to cry in public is very much someone who Dominic Cumshot would enjoy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's a kind of intellectual diarrhea, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we, you're, the Klaus Fitz will be next, Napoleon, <laughs> Genghis Khan, it's, it's it, it it's sort of embarrassingly cliched, actually. Yeah. It's mm. it's very much a banal person's idea of what an intellectual looks like.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's wearing a t-shirt. This is what an intellectual looks like. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the thing.
0: Almost <laughs> the, no. the the types in it, that's the that's thing, is every every single character in this film is a stereotype, and we have like um Dom- we have dominant Cumshot, uh Sherlock Joker uh we've got um. Nigel, we got Nigel Farage and Aaron Banks, like um, fascist Laurel and Hardy. Mm. Uh, we've we've got um, we've got we've even have an in betweener's version of Boris Johnson that comes on stage later, which we will oh, yeah. get to.
1: It's amazing how much like anyone in a wig just looks like Boris Johnson. Like, the actor looks nothing like him, really, but they've just put the hair on him, and you're like, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh,
0: Khabyba uh, Novogadnov uh, when he wears his traditional hat, just it looks like Boris Johnson.
1: Mm. I'd like to like do an overdubbed version of this film where just like every time Dominic Cummings named drops an intellectual, we just replace the name of the intellectual, but everything else stays the same. So he's just like constantly name dropping like Nazi
0: thinkers. Like, well, as Ernst Rommel once said, and <laughs> just going like, "Yes, genius, very smart." <laughs> uh, like this is the kind of this is. This like we talked about this a couple episodes ago. This is the kind of person who'd be like, who'd be like, you have you, you are not fit to run this country if you haven't read Busy Town.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that this that's him. Um, and so what he does to do his initial research, he he goes down to the pub. And what do we notice Classic. about about the about the pub visit? I'm throwing the floor. Well, open I mean, here he about just, he just like goes
2: up to random people. and It's just like so you don't like black people, huh? Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, while they kind of, and while they're saying slurs or whatever, like, he's just like, "Hmm, yes, yes." I, <laughs>
1: it's got a bit of a Shania Twain vibe to it. Like, so you don't like the EU? Well, that don't impress me much. And then, like, at some p- there's
2: like some, there's like one scene I remember where he's like he's like playing snooker. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and like, it's just like he's this extraordinary. Well, he's, I-, I guess he's like he he pots a few balls in. He's just like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Just like, tell me stuff. Yeah. Um, I can, I don't have to like write anything down because I can keep all your like you know, racist slurs in my head, and yeah. I can just translate that all automatically into data. How many slurs
3: have you Googled guy. recently? <laughs> yeah. Like, Dominic,
1: please stop drawing swastikas on the pool table.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: sir, what are you doing in the women's bathroom?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so what he, what, what his sort of fact-finding trip to the wilds of the real Britain, which appears to be one pub where he talks to seven people, um, is uh we trust our institutions what can we capitalize on to make Brexit happen? We trust our institutions less, except the NHS, which we love but think is fundamentally fucked. Um and you don't need to go down to the pub and
4: ask people what their favorite racial slur is to learn that. Yeah and this would then get written up by liberal newspapers as, as dog whistle politics. It's there's no there's no whistling involved. It's 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 sort of megaphone xenophobia. Yeah. yeah.
0: And 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 he and, and this and this other other quote as as because he he often will sit in this uh, supply closet and talk to the camera. He says, "All these pockets of energy hidden deep down in the earth, building up over long periods of time. All we had to do was find out where they were and let the pressure out."
3: Oh. No fap. Fucking inferior. No fap. Sorry for
1: was, shouting was the over bit. you,
3: but I
0: had to. No. No not 2016.
1: Yeah. Um, that was the bit that really infuriated me because it was just like, it's like classic screenwriters getting carried away where he's just going, because I think the, the start of the quote is like, my father worked in oil and like doing this whole thing. Like people don't talk like that. Like even like these sorts of people don't go like, here's a weird story from my past, which is actually weirdly prescient for what's going on now. When you really think about it, it's kind of a metaphor for the times in which we live. Like,
0: <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no one talks like this at work. And it's It's like, this, but that's think this is how people like Dominic Cumshot think they talk. They think that they're these sort of um, it, poet intellectuals who are sort of vanguarding the the sort of the world into a sort of period of national greatness and sort of apotheosis sort of leaving the end of history mm-hmm. and returning back into this sort of glorious fight
1: um. But that'd be funny if he like just thinks he sounds like a genius all the time, and he actually just sounds like Faze um, Banks. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Going like,
1: "Yo, it's better, it's better a country for the people that love you than a European Union full of sharks
0: that are hungry as fuck." Absolutely. Well, they, that it basically all is Brexit. All these fake Remain bitches. <laughs> that is that is Brexit in a nutshell. Really, was is just that that Faze Banks quote from that from that video. Yeah. Um, and then he says he has the he has the the idea. Well, we need to make Europe a cipher for every bad thing that has ever happened to anyone in the UK. Yeah. Um. And they come up with the slogan "Take Control." And, all and he gets
1: it from a book about. So you're going to be a dad. It's literally a book about looking after babies, and he's reading it. And there's a <laughs> bit where it's like take back control, and he's like, and you see his eyes focusing in like the Terminator, like processing.
0: Oh, yes, so good. It the thing where it zoom zooms in on the words in the book, and I've read all the great books, such as "So You're Going to Be a Dad," and everybody poops i i have looked i i have read every single word there is you do not know understand the enormity of who it is you're dealing with today i've read the n-word over (laughs) a thousand times (laughs) do you understand how powerful i am um and uh so that and here's here's the thing uh ultimately the fact that it's it's a referendum dominic dominic when he's meeting the mps those are leave mps who are like ah yes well you'll need campaigning on the ground he goes into you know Full genius mode again, and he's like, "No, you're fools. I will not work with you. You mm. idiots."
4: Yes, so this this is um, this is Cummings predictably uh, fighting, fighting, picking a fight with with anyone in the room. He's the, he he's the kind of guy who picks a fight with himself if he's got, if he's if he's got uh, no one <laughs> to fight with. It is probably though the the moment of the film when you you sympathize most with him because I wouldn't want to be in a room with bill cash and um <laughs> bernard jenkin uh and, 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 and i say this as someone who is who, ha, who has been in that situation at, at years of conservative conferences and um the, the the safest strategy then is is generally to get out as quickly as you can
2: yeah the sharks who are hungry as fuck so what he says yeah.
4: is uh
0: we need to hack the political system like a cyber hack yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's this new thing called computers. I'm in. <laughs> so that's we the, need to jack into the matrix. Like there is this, um, there is this, conti- there is this metaphor running throughout the course of this movie, um, uh, w- uh, that sort of politics has is like a computer with an operating system, and the operating system no longer works, which means we need to reset it. Uh, and so and so and so, Cumshot is like is like I need to I need to I need to I need to jack in to politics and and invent. Uh, Britain being xenophobic, basically. And, and I'm going I'm to invent it in 2016. We started it now. And that's how we're going to reinvent. Po- we're going to reinvent what politics can be. Famously, it- racism
2: was banned in 1984. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Dominic comes short. Reset the system, so now racism is okay again. It's free
1: speech. If British politics has an operating system, it's a crashed Windows ninety five with Clippy just repeating over and over again. It looks like you're trying to be racist. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it's like Windows Millennium. Oh
1: Windows God! Millennium. Oh yeah! Oh, iconic. iconic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Slightly pre XP. So
0: he's like, we. need It's so. That's it, again. It's this. It's this weird STEM worship thing where it's like, no, the. It's like politics is like is like facts. That's how you know it's wow. a computer. It's, it's uh, utterly moronic. And then we meet the Remain campaign. So, uh, George, I'm going to throw it to you on this one. What do you think of the Remain campaign?
4: Well, they proceed to lecture all of the Labour and, and, and Lib Dem types there. Um, none, of them, none of them Corbynites, of course. This was very much a, 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 an entirely separate operation from the, the Labour leadership. But they're essentially saying, we're the Tories. We've just won uh, an election. Uh, albeit with a majority of twelve, they didn't mention. We've won the Scottish referendum. We know how to win. Uh, you just need to tell everyone the economy is going to be fucked if you don't vote for us, and uh, and and that's it. And that's our that that's our campaign script. Now the problem with that strategy, is th- the Conservatives hadn't won more than. 36% of the vote for, for a good few elections. And so it's one thing to, to get that in general. A referendum, you need more than 50%. So essentially, they proceeded to to target a campaign uh, aimed at, at conservative voters in, in a majority non-conservative country.
0: And I think Brilliant. it's, look, uh, this, this move, uh, don't get me wrong. This was a profoundly stupid film. But the, I think the one thing it gets really right is the pure fecklessness of the Remain campaign. And um, Craig Oliver's job being seemingly just to, like, fuck up constantly and get embarrassed by, you know, this this idiot with, in a supply closet with a receding hairline and um and, and a penchant for quoting Wikipedia. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's it must be very embarrassing to have been beaten by him.
1: That and they also get um, Peter Mandelson's creepy voice right. I thought that was uh, mm. it's just like a disembodied just, voice on the phone.
2: I just, like, I saw the Craig, I saw the Craig Oliver and I just couldn't get. Yeah. You know, I know that we have we have like a ban on talking about Black Mirror on this show, but he's the guy who fucked the pig, and I just, you know, I was like, this, yep, this is this is the same cinematic universe. This is the guy who fucked a pig, <laughs> and Brexit happened afterwards. Oh, okay. That
1: sounds like one of those like political strategy books. Like sometimes to win the battle, you've got to fuck the pig. That's actually in Tzu.
3: too.
1: Your opponent is near. Be fucking a pig. This will freak them out. <laughs> They'll be like damn So there you go this film is actually
2: just a Black Mirror movie mm.
0: No you know what it is I, I actually have a theory that not, Okay I'm going to bust some Joe Rogan shit Out here right now um, Oh yeah that's, that's exactly what I'm about to, about to bust out on uh, We Are actually not real And we all live In Craig Oliver's dream Because he's currently in hell Whoa. We are part of Craig <laughs> Oliver's personal hell Holy shit.
1: That's real. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's you real blew
0: my shit. mind. Uh, Damn, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: why does Craig Oliver's hell have to be hell for everyone else too? Can't it just be hate- hell for Craig Oliver? <laughs> <laughs> why do I have to be in hell? I didn't do anything. <laughs> uh,
0: and so then we... Uh, we I, I also wanted to note that because this was on Channel 4, um, you you do have ads throughout. Ah uh, One mm. of the ads I noted uh, was um a ghostbusters themed ad for contactless cards by Halifax Bank, a technology right. that is not unique to them and that has been around for a long time. Why advertise that? Get, get howard Brown back That's why I say yeah, we We deserve brexit yeah. um, now here is that's sort of the the table setting, right? That's sort of act one. Here is where I think it gets very interestingly stupid um which is uh, Dominic, Com- Dominic cumshot goes to, I think, Battersea Park? I think it's Battersea Park, mm. where he meets uh, the aggregate IQ Cambridge Analytica sort of uh, guy, Zach Massingham, who's another sort of real figure. Um, and he, he, they basically have a, you're a hard man to find, Mr. Massingham, uh, for an internet company. Uh, he might as well have said the Facebook. Uh, and <laughs> nah. then Massingham's like, we're not really in the business of advertising what we do. But I think that is... He's from the League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you joke, but ki- like that's how he's meant to be portrayed, which is we're, we're already setting up um, Aggregate Ra's IQ or, Cam- or Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> yeah, Ra's al Google. Is- <laughs> there we go, show title. Yeah. <laughs> show title. <laughs> is, um, is, is this, like, dark wizard who's, like, and the data is basically in fact Alice, you said this in the show D in the show DM beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could just replace the word data with magic. Well, I started to. Like mm-hmm. my brain had melted by about
3: forty minutes in, and I just started replacing it with, oh, we're racist now because a wizard did it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um And he has returned. And he, he and he's he's and he, they, they say money is one thing, uh, but data is power. Um Damn, it's like
2: we must say something about fucking IBM, like an old IBM ad would say,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, it's, but also, this is, this is what I, I always like to bring up every time someone likes to talk about the dark arts of Cambridge Analytica. Is You know who's been doing this for years, like a decade now? Brands. Brands do this all the time. It's just brand-driven. It's just algorithmic advertising based on brands
1: like we've brought in an extremely dark energy consultant someone who understands the incredibly depraved arts of manipulating the populace it's lush cosmetics <laughs>
4: <laughs> politics is always light years behind the rest of the world so
2: i mean that said if that was the case then like lush, lush lush is like way ahead of the game like you remember all the shit they got into last year because of their campaign their spy cops campaign yeah. um and they kind of did you know they you and you, uh, their social media campaign with that so if there is a dark arts wizard running the lush social media account, light years ahead, and things
4: are looking good. The next thing is going to be, the next UK election will be built as the WhatsApp election. It's like political parties uh, oh. using dark new encrypted messages. And, yeah. and, and journalists will be writing about this as if it's... They're using exciting boomer yeah. memes.
0: <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I, I,
1: They're I've, using the secret Matt Hancock function. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I for one can't wait. Uh, for th- uh, here, I'm going to give you a future headline that's going to give everyone brain cancer. Mm. Um, uh, 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 the pa the the dark power of WhatsApp in what some analysts are calling the Links Africa by-election.
2: Links Africa is good. I just want to put that out there. Links Africa is good. It's fine. Don't be shamed by it.
3: Hussein is just standing for fourteen-year-olds right now.
2: I am, and unashamedly so.
3: Because I'm in a Snapchat group, I'm basically Alcibiades returning
0: to Athens. <laughs> per- Pericles' funeral Instagram story. I mean,
2: there might be the case where you'll have like articles in the next election, which will be like, yeah. it's a secret messaging service that only, um, uh, and it, and it works in a way where you can send messages only to certain groups of people. And only certain groups of people are able to see them. It's email. Uh, I just actually on the
1: subject of ancient Greek funerals, I've just remembered another thing the ancient Greeks invented, which is pouring one out for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a religious ceremony in ancient Greece. <laughs> um, shit, Socrates, go on, Keemstar.
0: And so, <laughs> <laughs>
1: fucking hell. So, he's just being like, "Well, Keemstar, does he chase the clout because it is
0: good?" <laughs> <laughs> Where does the clout chase you? <laughs> uh, so, there. So, they have this dark arts meeting, and um, uh, and 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 Cumshot has uh, another one, Because you can always tell when Cumshot's about to have a genius moment because the camera will he goes slow. Goes super saiyan. Kind of, yeah. No, cum, no Dominic no, dominant Cumshot is constantly going super saiyan, but he's just getting wimpier and wimpier and wimpier. Um he he has a high IQ moment where he looks around and he sees someone on a Fitbit and he sees someone else on a phone and he sees two teens sharing a fu- sharing some some AirPods He's like oh my god the cybernet really is here and he has a yeah. high IQ moment where he realizes that if we do advertising it might work
1: he lo- <laughs> he looks down at his pager <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and and it, it's just it's the and so the so Massingham says that we have this sophisticated system that will give you three million extra voters, people who've never voted, and you'll just know who they are because mm. basically what we've done is just stolen a lot of data, um, and then looked at it. We've discovered that all these people really love pomegranate bath bombs now, <laughs> right? And so I'm gonna so uh, George, like, what do you what do you think of this whole the the whole thing that, in, in sum of this ca- of the of the way that Cambridge Analytica is portrayed?
4: well i get it it's as oh the 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 dark geniuses, the 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 idea that um, voting and, and it is simply a, a, a sort of transactional thing where but essentially you can program people when actually most of the time it's it's the Leave campaign which is amplifying themes which are which are very simple and out there i think i think most campaigns are vastly overanalyzed and actually in, 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 in this one, it's, it, was, it, was a, it was a terrible uh, Remain campaign and then, and then a, and a shameless leave campaign, which was quite happy to pander to base prejudices in a way that just most people wouldn't do. You don't need to be a genius or to have amazing uh, data manipulation techniques to, um, to deploy racism and, and to make up numbers. Exactly, yeah. I think that was actually the
1: only moment where you felt a bit sorry for the Remain campaign was when they started getting really angry in their own Facebook group because they began to realize that there was literally no way you could actually fight a campaign against people who were just openly lying. Like, there was no... You can't actually, like... When people are just saying, like, oh, yeah, Britain is actually made of a kind of, like, weird, hard cheese, and if you get rid of black people, it'll taste better. Like, the, <laughs> like if people genuinely believe that, you can't really argue against it with any kind of fact <laughs> or
0: logic. <laughs> um... And so this is this is when Dominic realizes that he is like he that he's kind of like this is his his golden gun, basically. And so the the board of the leave <laughs> Dominic campaign, Cummings
1: is, he feels the sound of
0: Britain in his third nipple. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the board of the leave campaign then, of course, tries to kick Dominic out because he's a maverick who plays by his own rules. And nobody's uh, rules but his
2: own. Yeah, well, not precisely. Even his own. <laughs> He's a complicated man; that no tech. one understands except his woman.
0: <laughs> In the pocket of big wife, as we all yeah. are. Uh, and so the board tries to kick him out, but then he goes again. Another high IQ genius moment. He goes completely brain beast mode against them when he sh- when he Sherlock's them and, and because he just tells them they're scared and acting hastily. Yeah, like talking to this guy must be unbearable. <laughs> Um, he's like, I'm not owned. You're owned. Look at your skin; it's corn. <laughs> so it's, it's you've committed the you committed the class because he says I can just I'm just going to send a WhatsApp. Ah, oh, that dark dark network. I'm going to send a WhatsApp to all the staff, and they're all going to resign because they're loyalty to, loyal to me, Dominic Cumshot And yeah. um, and then and then he's like, you've committed. The, he then he says again because he's a he's a student of history. he's, he's read the great books. You've committed the classic cardinal sin of every failed coup. You didn't seize the military or the state broadcaster, which is my WhatsApp group, which is basically yeah. him saying, I'm, There I'm, is no military. This yeah. is the other way. <laughs> I'm a fucking god, I'm a brain god. I am I am I'm mega I'm mega genius Dominic Cumshot and I invented telling my staff to quit if you fire me. Yeah.
4: You're yeah. only slightly surprised that they didn't um paraphrase the Stalin line. You know, how many divisions has the Pope got? Yes. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, and also like they portray him as a genius for outmaneuvering like literally the dumbest people to ever exist. Backbench Tory, <laughs> Tory MPs. <laughs> like people who have so much gout that there literally isn't room for a thought in their entire body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um grab that for the preview nate um but the and and then he gets the board leader fired from his own board and that's a problem I, I'm, I imagine this is one of those apocryphal stories right because it says that this book this movie was put together via like interviews with people who were there and it see that just seems to me like yeah and it's then it's the band of brothers but for brexit <laughs> yeah kind band of. of brexit and so and then it's like it's like yeah then and then fucking brain, brain God himself got got the leader of the le- of the of the parliamentary leave campaign fired. Even though when they were trying to fire him, damn, this guy's so fucking awesome. Well, I wish I had a friend who was a brill- who was a genius <laughs> like that.
1: Yeah. So Dominic Cummings is Dick Winters, and uh, the like the backbench Tory MPs are Norman Dyke. Uh, <laughs> the real question is who's Spears, the crazy war criminal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Aaron Banks, the,
0: isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) he's effective, but he's a map. That's actually kind of what one of the things they say, right, is they say vote leave is going to let is going to keep their hands clean of all of the sort of overt xenophobia and focus more on stuff like funding the NHS, whereas or quote unquote funding the NHS. Whereas but they're they, saying, yeah, then we're going to leave the xenophobia to banks and Farage. They don't even but they do
3: fucking a ton of- do it. So the- yeah. Within minutes, yeah. they're doing maths for presidents by saying that every one of the 70 million people in Turkey are going to move directly into Thanet. <laughs> it's,
1: just, yeah. it's just
2: proof that. It's very difficult not to say slurs when you do politics and when you have such a big brain.
1: Yeah. No one has ever moved to Thanet. People should have sort of seen through that immediately. Like The concept of anyone wanting to come to Thanet is so uniquely insane. I, 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 I sit watching the Bosphorus in
2: Istanbul thinking to myself, life would be so much better in Furuk.
1: We all, re- we all remember when that, when that mythological figure swam the Hellespont in order to begin the long
0: journey to Kent. <laughs> <laughs> And um, <laughs> and, the, and so this is, this is where we go. We cut back to the Remain campaign where they we say, we're going to focus on the economy and jobs. We're going to go heads over hearts because leaving risk, the economy and jobs. Define your opponent as the riskier option, which basically uh, I, what I wrote down here in my notes is that stronger Britain, stronger in Europe is basically shown to be an entire campaign made of Allen Partridge's. <laughs> like it's... it's that's, well, it's a, we can't risk we can't risk much, and we want to paint our opponent as the riskier option. I'm sorry, that's a 1930s BBC newsreader voice. <laughs> oh, God, ah. I can't do accents. Yeah. We know
4: this. I mean, in the way the overwhelming emotion I had watching it, and um, I don't, I don't normally. Quote uh, Henry Kissinger favorably, but I was reminded when he said of the Iran Iraq War, it's a shame they can't both lose. You know? no, <laughs> yeah. no, no decent person should watch this and think, yes. Although oh, no, the, look at those great guys on the Remain side, or look at those geniuses yeah. on, on on the Leave side, and you do feel a certain satisfaction at the Remain campaign, seeing the political tropes that, in many cases, they encouraged flying back at them. Yeah. So Damn. who on earth? Could have given uh, people the idea that immigration was a was a bad thing. You know, no, nothing to do with the uh, the conservative leadership. Um, no.
3: You know, yeah. well, I had a thought well, about this saw- actually, which is that um, that scene where um, they kind of realize, oh, well, maybe if we hadn't done like lazy short term politics, people wouldn't hate the European Union. It's a really weird kind of selective thing because it makes it into maybe if we hadn't done weird bad politics. People wouldn't feel alienated at all, and it's just weird to sort of excise everything else from that. But Europe, yeah, yeah like, oh, maybe
1: if things were better, things would be better. <laughs> like, it's just so like it's so
0: like meaningless wishy washy shit. I
5: like also really that, enjoy it's
2: also stuff that you'd expect from like Tory Instagram culture, right?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, pure Tories of Instagram here.
1: Well, on that note, they also portray Boris Johnson as being like perennially embarrassed to be involved and it's like Boris has never been embarrassed to do anything in his fucking life you looked at that man look at that man he's not capable of embarrassment it's not it's not possible right he couldn't have lived the life he'd lived if embarrassment was a word he understood the meaning of and that bit where the woman comes up to him outside the bus she's like I can't believe that uh, 70 million Turks are coming over here and he's like well I think that's just the population of Turkey uh, goodbye and then like backs onto the bus as oh, if yeah. Boris Johnson wouldn't have gone wrong oh, what ho, lovely norks. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's, uh, it's the, and yet they, they do this with Cumshot as well, where they'll he'll be watching like the TV or whatever, and you know Nigel Nigel Farage will say something outrageously xenophobic, and then you know, and then Cumshot will quietly correct him under his breath, and it's like, oh, cool. So you were privately not a xenophobe. Awesome. It was great. It that's part of your how we're, you're a sympathetic character. Is you're a mega genius and you're not a xenophobe. Awesome. I love how you went out in public with that. Like, who is this for? What were they rehabilitating Dominic yeah. Cummings for? It's like the chess.
1: It's like, is it not worse to like not be a xenophobe but promote xenophobia because it's expedient? Like to the point where he even knows it's wrong, but he's literally just doing it for the money. Like, it's like,
0: what? That's what that's what they say. They say we, they say we double down and hit them with the same message: three hundred fifty million pounds and Turkey, three hundred fifty million pounds and Turkey. But then he's like, we're not the racist campaign. We're actually we thought all our way around that problem. And it's like, no, we're just. We're just evoking the specter of like of like sort of you know olive skinned hordes coming in and you know and spicing up our food and making everyone eat like hummus. I'm now having this
4: <laughs> dystopian vision of a three hundred and fifty pound turkey just <laughs> rampaging across the world like Godzilla. <laughs>
0: Delicious. I would be very keen to eat some of that. Three hundred and fifty pound turkey, four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but there are some little Easter eggs for politi- for uh, politics junkies, of course. You get mm. to see some of how your, you get to see how some of your favorite political ads were conceived. Awesome. Oh, God. <laughs> um, where, where he leans out the, the door and is like, uh, we need a, a we need a core a core financial message. How much does it cost to be a member of the EU? Find the largest weekly figure you can and make sure it's verifiable. That's it. And it's like, oh, cool. I, I, I love when real life hooks into the movie and it reminds it, it reminds me that I'm smart
4: but this is what we then learn is that, is that the Remain campaign is as hopeless as fighting the Leave campaign as Clintonite Democrats were at fighting Trump because the, mm-hmm. the Remain cons- campaign then proceed in every interview broadcast opportunity to say they're lying they're not really going to give 350 million repeating the figure and, and, and yeah and and yeah, yeah. the Leave campaign would to say look every time they repeat the 350 million figure our it goes up yeah
1: yeah yeah incredible um, like they will say, but the, the fucking like the bus thing. Like, I just I'd forgotten about the bus. I I didn't want to remember about the bus. And then you just think, like, why didn't the Remain campaign just do their own bus? You know, you just have
0: something like, "Yo, Brexit is whack, fam." <laughs> <laughs> we should we we should have hired Ninja uh to to to, to come in and and suggest that staying in the in the EU would get everyone more minis.
1: Those Turks are just clout chasing. They're not gonna join the EU.
0: <laughs> Here is. Probably the there is then like there is the three three completely virtuoso terrible scenes um, that sort of then um, that, that then sort of come back uh, and, and it, it hits you in a row um, where it's basically they get a um, uh, they, they there is a focus group convened at vote leave headquarters and this is some of the most inc- like it felt like the writer was a sort of like a like a Lib Dem or labor right uh, sort of London, like London Metropolitan Intellectual just jamming his hands up these characters asses and working their mouths like a puppet. Like they were all so cartoonish in the focus group. They might have well been wearing like a big hat that says working class on it with a foam finger saying, I don't like the Muslims. <laughs> um, and then a T-shirt that says economic anxiety. Please stop subtweeting me, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right where it, and their whole the whole the fir- like the first focus group conversation is really a sight to behold
1: yeah all those focus groups i think they're taking place at the remain campaign office right
0: no, this, there's one at leave and one at remain. Oh,
1: is that, oh, I don't know. This, to be honest, this film was such an ordeal to watch. I kind of like, I took it in in very general terms. But yeah, like all the focus groups were sort of weird because like people kept getting into like screaming rows. And I'm like, I don't think people behave like this in focus groups. I feel like people are like aware that they're being like, pe- like people might do this in the privacy of their own home, but I don't think people go into a focus group and they're like, you fucking lying bitch. Like, I don't think that happens. <laughs> I, I don't, don't believe that.
0: I mean, it's the, uh, and the key the key to the castle of the focus group is, is that, like, yeah, there are some, some there are the people who are the obvious, the obvious remainers that we know we can't touch, who are basically urban and educated. It's then like there's like the reasonable black guy who
3: knows yeah, everything. They're the only yeah. non white people in the movie, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah.
1: And then there's like the, we, yeah, the no, well meaning
3: right. Asian girl
1: who starts off not knowing anything, but then decides that Brexit is actually bad. Yeah, because
3: yeah. fuck old people. And, yeah. like. I mean, to be fair.
1: Well, yeah. Um,.
0: Yeah, and then, so then there's an old man in a barber jacket, and then there's a guy who constantly seems on the verge of getting into a fight, um, who's uh, talking, who's basically saying, uh, I'm not racist, but, and then, and the real linchpin here is there is a very nervous-looking sort of uh, middle-aged white lady who is supposed to be this sort of stand-in for regular Britain, I think, across the entire film.
1: I can't even remember that. Oh, she's the one who's like in the last focus group scene is just going like, I just feel meaningless, I feel like I mean nothing. And it's like, yeah, yeah newsflash, you actually do mean nothing. It's kind of like <laughs> you are a bit irrelevant, actually. Like, oh, yeah, but... yeah, I remember that. It was like a
2: very Adam Curtis moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Found that weird. You said you'd have to have been like, meanwhile in rural China.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like the same focus group going on, but it's just a struggle session. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's and, and the whole thing, and it, the whole idea is that this woman who is, um, ve- it's, it's sort of very nervous and sort of sort of nice. Out uh, initially is. I think it really is suppo- it, This is what the writer thinks of the UK. Is someone whose greatest fear is being suggested that they may be a racist. Greatest fear, but and- also their greatest pleasure is being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, what a bind! <laughs> and, th- and so it's a that. B, um, they are. Um, they they are sort of naturally minded towards British exceptionalism. I think there is this, and there is this assumption that I think there, there's an assumption on the part of the writers that I see above all of this petty squabbling. I I I I sail above it, but look at these fools who are sort of enmeshed in their um, in their sort of quotidian concerns. Mm. So, if so if only
3: we hadn't been mean to the nice meek lady, she wouldn't have voted to fuck
1: all of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Nightmare If
1: only they hadn't hacked her using Lush's computer database <laughs> A cyber hack <laughs> Indeed <laughs> a cyber hack The day a bath bomb told me that the Muslims are going to come And take over Thanet And they're going to close down Mecca Bingo And turn it into just Mecca. Actually
3: I had a thought You know who she is does anyone remember the ads that Better Together put out during the independence referendum for Scotland with the yeah. with the woman with the like mug of tea being like, "Well, I don't know about that," and just kind of looking very weird and nervous? That's her,
0: like the exact same mindset. Mm. And, and you can—it's the, the the assumption I think also is just that the British working class are naturally conservative, are naturally xenophobic. It's basically blue labor. It is the whole thing. Mm. If you're so much of an intellectual, I can't remember who wrote this movie, but if you're so much of an intellectual um, that you turn yourself into Paul Embry, you may have fucked up at some point.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, and it's like one of those things where I always find it really difficult to like get my head around all this in the sense that all these like things, like I don't know xenophobia and British exceptionalism and whatever, and all these like bizarre beliefs that like everything would be fine if it wasn't for like bloody Johnny foreigner. Like it's something that like runs through the the entire class system. And there's a similar group of people who want to delude themselves into thinking that the working class aren't like that because the working class are as like it as everyone else is. Like they're no they're no more like noble savages than like anyone else. But just that like they have some legitimate concerns. However, it's very annoying when they choose to express those concerns through xenophobia and British exceptionalism. Like, that's still, I'm like, yeah, your lives are shit, but not because
0: of any of the reasons you're like, come on, please, stop fighting us and fight them. Um, and, so this, and so that's, that's where that, this focus group basically goes, is they're, they're basically able to say, ah, we don't like that there are laws made over there, we don't like too many people coming in, uh, and this is also where I want to raise this point. In the big Brexit movie that's supposed to tell the real story, do you know what word does not occur one time?
2: The N word. Do you <laughs> know except, what? Exe- other- except yeah. in the except in the uncut <laughs> uh,
4: Austerity. They never mention austerity. It is unmentioned throughout the entire film. I was because I was going to mention that one of the ironies of the Remain campaign supposedly. Focusing on the economy is that George Osborne decided it would be a very good idea a few months before the referendum to hold another austerity budget. Classic. <laughs> and then one was, last was, party was stunned to find that Labour voters who are hit by the austerity budget then took an opportunity to give Cameron and Osborne a kick. Yeah. You don't need to be mm. you don't need to be as, as smart as uh, as Dominic Cummings to, to join the dots on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean or to be them on the wall. To be fair to this film, which is not something I really want to do, (laughs) I feel like they didn't they didn't cover austerity enough, and they didn't directly talk about it. But I feel like they did kind of heavily imply that that was a thing. Like there was like a lot of like talking to like people who were disaffected by how shit they had no jobs, and like there was like which I guess is kind of it was kind of it did sort of comment on it, but not in a direct let's talk about austerity of ten minutes. Yeah, but the reason why
3: they had no jobs was because uh you know immigrants like. Every time oh,
0: that was... Yeah. sorry, I forgot. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, right, like, it's, it's a very unheard style of, of filmmaking. You know, for American audiences, uh, unheard, spelled Unread. With, uh, unheard is basically like a sort of socially conservative version of Vox that Britain has. And it's all about leaving the herd and thinking originally. It's just the original thoughts of unheard all basically boil down to, well, maybe white people should have their own country. Um, it's, the it's, case it's to forming an opinion is actually having four stomachs through <laughs> which you can digest and
1: re-chew <laughs> the opinion.
0: You, it, it's, that's how, that's how Dominic got so smart. All four of his stomachs were able to digest different <laughs> elements of Machiavelli's the prince. <laughs> He's one of the few men who can actually chew sound. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Um, and uh that's the thing right it's when any any of the any of the actual discussions with voters it's always left as well there's this vague sense that our community is dissolved it's oh no one comes here anymore because they don't like it no one likes the old ways of living our kids have moved out there they keep saying i can't google the n-word anymore (laughs) Um, (laughs) the only people that want to come here are the turks yeah kind of and it's like we're worried that you know we're worried about all this stuff and you know even when in in the when the sort of nice nervous white lady has her outburst towards the end i mean it's just she's just saying the last few years have been fucking awful you treat me like i am nothing and i don't matter and it's like sure you could understand that as being related to austerity but i think the what the what we're trying to telegraph is like no it's because you know people told her that like it's because some people are eating quinoa and going to get like fancy coffees and we're we're not allowed to like you know um, do blackface on TV anymore yeah it's because it's all because the Belgians won't let you climb like a greased up ladder at work while on
1: fire that's the main problem <laughs> that's actually the main issue with Britain because we had a long tradition of people climbing greased up ladders while on fire that was what my grandfather did his father before him you know it was street entertainment and that was how you know you'd pass around the, the flat cap wouldn't you and you'd collect farthings from everyone <laughs> and that's how you'd make a living you'd go and spend them down the
0: coalmonger right and that's the kind <laughs> Of Britain to which we need to return,
5: <laughs>
0: right? And so this is what basically what Milo is saying is, I think, just could stand in for any bit of dialogue that's supposed to come from a working class person in this film.
1: Yeah. Well, when they go to that fucking shithole town, which looks it looks a bit like, it's uh, it. Uh, is it Tanit? I didn't know. It looks a, like, a bit like it looks a bit like Greys. It was like kind of estuary yeah. sort of area. Well, they're like.
0: there with Douglas Carswell, uh, who was the uh, UKIP MP or South Thanet, and it was his constituency, and he was like, oh, I've never been to uh, here before, and it's like, well, it's your constituency.
1: Which also, like, I don't believe, because, like, MPs, a lot of them are dumb, but they're not that dumb. Like, they do go to bits of their constituency, because, like, it's important for, like, at least photo ops, if nothing else. <laughs> like, I doubt he would, like, not be aware of a
3: whole area of his constituency. Uh, Douglas Caswell um, is just, like, an 18th century absentee MP who just bought the seat.
1: Uh, yeah, and then they're sitting in there, and like fucking Carswell and the other the other guy locker locker guy, they're like trying to explain what what a politics is to these working class people who are going like, oh, I've never heard of an election. I don't, I don't know about that. I just clean chimneys. Um, and he's like, yes, but what if I told you there were these Belgian pricks, right? <laughs> oh, it's the return of Jason Statham. <laughs> Listen, Cupcake. <laughs> if I don't leave the European Union in the next fifteen minutes. My heart's gonna literally explode.
0: So right, it's um, but that's the thing, right? So in this in this town, um, they they go and they knock on this door, and again, the cup, this couple might as well just be like be a Markov chain. They're like, I don't trust politicians. It's like, what are you an audience plant? Like, what the (laughs) shit? Like, is this an infomercial? (laughs) Uh, But the thing to note is that this is these are the people that aggregate IQ. Their system was turning up, and it's like, well, let's go see who these people really are. Ooh. Um, and like honestly I feel like their script Could have been written for them by a Lib Dem Algorithm saying that labor needs to Accept controls and immigration a Lib Dem algorithm
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: What a
1: great concept An algorithm which somehow destroys itself (laughs) Um, My favourite part about that scene though Is that like uh, Cummings is like like, Weirdly As though he's like on heroin Just kind of like spaced out And not really talking to them Just like looking around their house Depressed Because he's a genius Yeah And then he goes out onto the street And then he starts hearing the sound Right And then he puts his ear onto the road To listen to the sound of xenophobia (laughs) As though he's heard the phrase Putting your ear to the ground And thinks it's something you literally do
0: <laughs> oh no, it's it's absolutely true like I love when I meet so I love when I meet like a non, like a non-voting person who says that all 24 of my years as a skilled worker have gone to shit and then his wife cries and I'm so overtaken like a Proustian revelry at my sort of realization that oh my god there is xenophobia and there, people are blaming xenophobia for problems not related to other people coming into the country. It's like Proust li- madeleine, but it's a Greg steak I bake. I <laughs> like getting, I like getting so amped up by that that I go and I fucking hump the ground. I go and literally fuck Britain, which is what I think Dominic Cumshot ultimately just wants to do. He could have all. Put us out of the misery of watching this movie if he just fucked Britain and gotten it over with. Just dick fully into a manhole on the street. <laughs> yo, yeah, my man, I, I, I got a I dick like a manhole cover, yo. Don't it comics <laughs> Has like the widest chode ever. <laughs> it's it's, from all the books. It's as short as a piece of paper, but also the dimensions of a manhole cover. What you've got to
1: understand about elections is they're not long, they're wide.
0: That's the kind of that's the kind of shit he would probably say, and then come up with a meaning for it. A- meaning for it afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. He'd be like, "No, you you're thinking long, whereas I'm trying to think diagonally and slightly to the to the floor."
1: This isn't about width, Matthew. It's about girth.
3: Just reading an entire <laughs> chapter of von Klausowitz about fucking manholes.
0: <laughs> right, and and so this is this is where or, or, where it yeah he just he just goes and fucks the street. Um. So back to the Remain campaign. Um. Uh, the uh, the the Remain campaign has to sort of keep going and putting out the fires that the Leave campaign are are starting because, like, like you said earlier, George, like, yeah, it's just they just told a bunch of lies, and so if you're gonna go, you they just have to tell a lie, and then the Remain campaign has to go and correct the lie. But like, this was fundamentally was like reflecting on the referendum a bit. This was fundamentally a bad way to run a campaign.
4: Yeah, and 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 the other problem was that they were putting out. Posters aimed at very traditionally conservative voters saying, your home will be worth less if we vote leave. The kind of headlines that appear all the time on the front pages of the the Daily Mail and and, and the Daily Express. Unless it's in Thanet where demand is going up. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't consider that actually there's a decent chunk of the country for whom capitalism isn't working very well because they don't have any capital and who were positively encouraged to vote Leave by the notion that house, it, house prices might go down and they might be able to afford one.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. It's, don't vote Leave. It's, they, 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 they were so blinkered that they forgot that Britain is not a nation of property owners. They forgot that like, Thatcherism is like, done and has left the country a burnt out husk and is like, come on, we could yeah. do more of this. this. This is great, you love it. Well the thing is that, you
1: know, by percentage, obviously, landlords are only a very small percentage of the UK population,
0: but by weight, <laughs> they're actually a very large percentage. Um and so the the and they and so we we see is like is is when sort of Leave is sort of ramping up its Facebook um uh campaign, uh they say, well the Metropolitan Commentariat aren't our target. And so they're not seeing our posts on their timeline. And so it's like and then, so there the, it gets this, there's this strong whiff of ah. Social media divides us more than ever. Very profound. Thank you. Wow. Um, it's just it's just a post from my aunt going like,
1: "OMG, had it had it with these fucks. Can't stand it. Really pissed off, to be honest." And then people commenting, "You okay, hun?" X, X. And she's like, "PM me, hun."
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then, what we have is we leave that area. We leave Thanet, uh, and you know I'm. Dominic come shot leaves a road come shot uh and then they play a minor key of the national anthem <laughs> it's oh, Like, yeah. oh wow hang the flag upside down we're fucked they're like here they're like here we
1: wanted to play the national anthem but to be honest it's a sad moment and the national anthem slaps too hard so <laughs> we have to do something with it
0: because they do this when they when the remain campaign by sort of by some miraculous leap of logic, convenes the exact same focus group that the Leave campaign convened originally. And again, you just know that the writer was sitting there being like, oh, this is so fucking smart. I'm going to show that these two things are actually two sides of the same coin. Whoa. Like, oh, fuck me. Really? Um, So, what? The main campaign and the Leave
1: campaign are on
0: two boats. On each (laughs) boat is a detonator. Can we bowl them both up? Yeah.
1: Iran wins the referendum.
0: Please, if God let that be an option. If there's a second referendum, let like, Iran. What, is that? what be would it even?
1: Well, like, no one even knows what it even means. But on the winner is Iran. So just an, I mean, an ne- mean, Islamic that we Republic. We leave or stay, or, yeah, you know, like, so, we become Iran. <laughs> Congratulations to Iran. <laughs> we form a new union with Iran. There's a there's a bus that says, "Why don't we give Iran 350 million pounds a week?
3: Iran's great." <laughs> Theresa May still clinging on, but she's just sheer now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's instead of the silent majority, it's the hidden Imam. <laughs> oh my God!
5: Uh.
0: <laughs> so, um, the difference. Is, so, basically, what happens is in the second focus group, the same people with the rain campaign, Craig Oliver. Okay, if if Dominic Cumshot is the brain IQ god, then Craig Oliver is the fact god uh and Mm. and in fact fact god himself craig oliver sits down he's lawful gladwell and is like no one has ever written a check for 350 million pounds to the eu this is basically a distortion or a fabrication
1: because no one writes checks anymore come on craig (laughs) 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 and
0: and then uh and and essentially what it becomes is it becomes this whole thing of um of we can't afford we can't afford to stay this sort of leave campaign turns it on his head which admittedly was quite clever we can't afford, it's too risky to stay in the European Union. Um, and, but really what, what it's revealed among this focus group is like, no, that we, the, the, the right wing ones just want to burn everything down. Um, I mean, quite often they all, a lot of right wing people seem to want to burn stuff down. They just love it. They're all sort of kleptomaniacs. Uh, but the, pyromaniacs, come on. That's fucking hell. Yeah. It's, I had a late. They break. also do want to steal everything though, that's, to be that fair. That so is, you, true. you weren't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just, just I was only incidentally wrong. Yeah. Um, and so the, uh, the, the, the sort of young, well-meaning Asian woman, uh, then says, you know, uh, why are you taking all this away from me? Like you, you've had, you've had a life. You're just taking mine from me. That's a bit of a weird sentiment. You're not really going to win over a lot of people with that, but fair enough. And that's when, um, the, uh, white working class goes beast mode and, and owns, epically owns Remain campaigner, uh, in, in televised rant. Um, where, yeah, she just stands up And and, and she's like "There's is, uh, Come where I'm from And you'll see that there's nothing I am nothing, and I'm sick of being called a racist You say I've had my life Coming from your big city The last few years have been fucking awful I'm sick of it I'm sick of, I'm sick of being treated like I'm nothing And I know nothing, I'm sick of it That's- Well, you do know nothing <laughs> Actually, as it turns out <laughs> like- Big
3: cities famously never awful
0: Yeah Big cities always, yeah, you you live in the lap of luxury paying like 75% of your salary to live in one of Joel Golby's uh, London rental opportunities of the week. Awesome. I love it. I'm such an elite. Uh, here's a here's a, here's a question for the SM for uh, us as assembled socialists.
1: Um, if I if I acknowledge that you know people should have things and comfortable lives, does that mean I have to pretend they know things? Because I think in a lot of cases, have demonstrably proved that they don't.
3: Uh, th- this is <laughs> this is why Marx invented the concept of false consciousness. Okay, fine. I don't know enough about Marx <laughs> to immediately get that joke, but I'm sure it's good. Ex- exceptional, yeah, maybe- exceptional socialism. Uh, yeah, no, it's basically just when the working class says something that you don't—that uh, is like bollocks. You can just be like, oh, that's false consciousness."
0: Oh, fantastic! I mean, I'm just going
2: to use that for everything. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: It's like i, I love when I—I I love going going up to the barista, the cute barista, for the fourth time in a row. Uh, asking her out when she says no, being like ah, false consciousness yet again. Classic.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> left wing pickup moves.
0: Yeah, left left wing left wing pickup moves is that is the main left wing pickup move actually, is you just yeah. you do magic tricks for a girl and when she says you can see the card in your sleeve, you're like, ah it's false consciousness. It's false <laughs> co- Capital told you to
1: see that. All these other Chads are lying, whereas I'm honest about the size of my penis.
0: <laughs> um I want I want to go back <laughs> to that to that rant because I feel like again like, like let's almost like pull back and think about the screenwriter writing this 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 rant. this is sort of him trying to empathize uh with the sort of generally left behind of the country and i I sort of want to draw attention to sort of how generalized it is. come to where I'm from, which is not a city, and you'll see that everything is awful but never really says why I'm sick of being ignored, but what again it was it was the, it was the, the Tories in the Remain campaign and so on, the Craig Olivers of the world, who
4: were ignoring her, right? Yes. Yes, and also, again, this trope persists that uh, finally during the, uh, the Brexit campaign was when everyone was forced to pay attention to, to immigration. In fact, British politics have been obsessed with immigration for more than a decade before. Sometimes, far from no one talking about immigration, it felt like everyone was talking about immigration all the time. Part of the problem was near the end of the campaign, the Remain campaign piped up. Someone on the Labour side, the uh, Yvette Coopers of the world, suddenly said, well, actually, we think free movement should be controlled. Um, And, and of course, you're never going to win a fight with Leave if you're saying in a slightly more reasonable, slightly... Uh, more cautious tone that um well we, we 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 would we would like fewer immigrants, um but it it does very much frame Brexit as the cry of the oppressed, and yeah, to an extent, if you look at the class patterns of voting, that's true, but it's also true that a lot of wealthy people voted Brexit for precisely the reason that if the economy was fucked, they were rich enough to to ride it out. No, Jacob mm. Rees-Mogg says, with the the confidence of a man with net worth of 100 million pounds, that No Deal is, is is a great deal, and there were plenty of conservative voters, people who voted conservative all their life, often retired, paid off their mortgage, who, for whom Brexit was just uh, a a cost-free vote essentially. Yeah, well, and, and and I think it was worth capturing some of that if you are rather than this idea that by definition, everyone who voted Brexit was suffering and, 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 and we, we should empathize with them. Well, it's like,
0: it's, it, this is, it's, it, I feel like that's, what, that's why this film is basically one of those, you know, like, like the Guardian and the New York Times for the last two years, like every month they'll do like a soft focus, um, like pen portrait of like a UKIP voter or a, or a Trump voter or whatever. And they're like, we went to a diner in Trump County so I could talk to someone who wanted to kick my head in and it's like Uh. it's like well that's that's this this whole movie is that where it's like we Mm. we have tried to empathize with the sort of reactionary right-wing elements of our society and see if they maybe have a point like the whole thing is basically like i say it's it's a lib dem struggle session where it's (laughs) (laughs) it's they're just trying to sort of come to grips with how sure it's like oh damn we're shit because we didn't we didn't like we didn't like let people get we didn't let people google the n-word and now we have to leave the European Union which we love which we love so much
1: Imagine losing a contest for popularity with the working class to Jacob Rees Mogg. Like how <laughs> how do you come back from that? Like, how, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like I, I don't know. i am too hungover to come up with anything that's what
0: wor- that is its own metaphor. Well yeah. if
2: if if the history of like rap music tells us anything, it's probably a sex tape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Rees Mogg sex tape? Hell yeah, I would look at that. <laughs> I want to see how many knees he has. I bet it's more than normal. <laughs> you? Like if the Tory
3: does get formed like a right Splinter Group, they'll like be sexing people in. It's like the, the the opposite kind of dick to Cummings. Cummings has the manhole dick, and Reesmug just has like a series of udders or something. It's a mono. It's a, a mono, really
0: long dick, like yeah. a swordfish. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's thin and flexible, like a rapier. Prehensile. Oh. Just yeah, is a horrifying prehensile, horrifying dick and many different knees. <laughs> <laughs> the man is all joints. He's he's actually from Alien. He does sort of look like what if um uh someone
1: in Brideshead Head Revisited had been played by General Grievous? <laughs>
3: <laughs> just um, just watching the meaningful vote and seeing him scuttling across the ceiling of the voting lobby. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, right, and so, but that's the other thing, right? Is this? There's another example here of a thing that has never happened, which is someone getting reaction, someone getting radicalized to the right by someone else suggesting that they may be racist. This movie has this very sort of nice, nervous blonde woman become a reactionary nationalist, sort of like like pit bull. Yeah, because uh, because just,
3: racist is the worst slur. If you call yeah, someone absolutely. racist, it's the absolutely. worst kind of a thing you can do to them. When you think Thanks about for it, joining us,
0: Brendan O'Neill. When you think <laughs> about it, when you think about it, ra- racist is just the, a way to is the N word for white people. Yeah. Someone
1: called that someone called yeah. that woman um, a racist, and she was like. You know what? Before, I was just wearing this as a ghost costume, but now...
0: (laughs) No one has ever been turned racist by someone suggesting that they might be racist. Because if they're not racist, then they'll look at what they said and be like, oh shit, actually, yeah, that might have been part of the problem. I should probably not say that. They don't be like, ah, I wasn't, but now I am, because fuck you. It's an absurd idea. (laughs) Um, Any case, this is, in fact... We're now actually getting to another one of the sort of where you get one of the actually good insights of the film, which is it's the moment when Craig Oliver realizes they're fucked. Um, As I hadn't realized and now it's too late, their campaign began 20 years ago, a slow drip, drip, drip of fear and hate without anyone willing to counter it. Now we're expected in a matter of weeks to begin pushing back that tide. I think that is... That is actually, I think, a de- that is one of the few decent lines. I think it's, I think there, because it is true that like the right wing gutter press, they didn't name it, but that's what it was, just has been with Tory um, Tor- Tory and new, let's be honest, new labor um, accession, uh, has just been allowed to, cr- to slowly radicalize bits of the British public to the right over a long period of time. And he says that anyone willing to counter it is like no. There are lots of people who are willing to counter it. You people didn't ever talk or listen to them.
4: Absolutely, and it's true. I think that the EU referendum could have been held at any point in the last um, twenty years, and and the country may well have gone for Brexit. I don't think there was something unique to twenty sixteen that suddenly made Britain notoriously one of the most Eurosceptic countries in 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 the EU. Uh, suddenly suddenly, flock to leave. But, but but what is true is that you're not going to reduce the chances of a leave vote if you run a conservative-style campaign um, during the longest period of wage stagnation since the Napoleonic Wars and the biggest public spending cuts that the UK has ever endured. It's, <laughs> the, the conditions for a leave vote always existed, but if you want to guarantee a leave vote, then the programme you draw up would look something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's also this really, like, fundamental condition for the Leave vote, which is that I felt there's, like, this weird disease in Britain where, like, no one in Britain ever wants to think anything could possibly be their fault. Like, there's this weird, like, the Scots and the Welsh always want to blame the English, and the English always want to blame the Europeans. Like, there's never anyone, like, oh, maybe we're just, like, bad at running our own country, and if we just fucking got on with it, like, it would be better than if we just constantly were concerned with, like, oh, no, if it wasn't for the fucking
0: Belgians or whoever, everything would be, like. Ugh. So it's Vanderpump rules. Where Vanderpump rules the country. We're a fundamentally Facebook country. Rules, Rule va- rules. rules. Yeah. Facebook Rules. Run Vanderpump run is the EU government. negotiator. <laughs> what Hussein said, if you couldn't hear it, was that Brit- Britain is basically a Facebook-style country governed by Instagram-style people. Whoa. <laughs> um, better, better a Facebook for the people who love you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like the the fa- and the fact is, like it's it is. Time and again, it's this, this we what what this movie is doing? This is why I think it's a Lib Dem piece of apologia. It is basically saying we were right, but they had a mega genius. It's too bad because uh, because all those things earlier, George, you were saying like all of these conditions were there, and well, against a background of like a pretty intense Euroskepticism. Um, no, it was because one blogger like read a read like the you know a bunch of stuff shit by like like um, Aristotle. And like that's how he figured it out.
4: Completely, it's the myth of the unique genius suits the leave campaign because they relish that hagiography. But it also suits the remain campaign because it gives them an alibi. How could we possibly have beaten this world conquering, uh, this 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 Aristotle? This uh... yeah.
1: no one else had even heard of Turkey. It was only because he'd read Sun Tzu. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can just imagine, like, you know, some lady going into the bathroom and just seeing across the board, um, skiing across the door while she's taking a pee, like, turkey and just all this rage suddenly building inside of her. And I feel that's how, that's how Brexit was won.
0: <laughs> so we're, we're coming sort of... To- also because
2: everyone is really horny. <laughs> Nothing riles people a man, like that dry meat. When you see a man who calls himself the King of Come online,
1: you've just got to follow him. You've just got to Wait, follow. Is that that? Is that, that guy with the freezer full of cum? <laughs> That's the worst thing you've ever sent me, Hussein.
2: It was awful. You just needed to store it because of Brexit ration. <laughs>
0: cum <laughs> supplies may be drastically affected. Can someone please replace me and Milo and Nate on the podcast so we don't have to see Hussein's <laughs> posts anymore? <laughs> um, so I, we're sort of coming towards the the end of the of this cinematic tour de force. Um. Uh. Where we come to, I think one of the a uh, scene in the film that recounts one of the more sort of depressing periods of recent political history, which is the assassination of Joe Cox, MP for Batley and Spen, uh, by a, um, by a Britain First supporter, who's you know, are Americans are the the the, the ultra fascist party here, um, with a gun and a knife, and um, Cummings sees it on TV, and he goes into his mind cupboard. Or your flex yeah. for a moment uh, before actually meeting Craig Oliver on a tube platform and going for a drink together. And what is basically like Pacino and De Niro's scene from Heat, but imagine if it was between two feckless idiots. Ah, oh, this one uh, hurt me to watch. It was awful. Uh, it was bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alice, why don't you why don't you take us through it? You seem to have been affected by it most. Oh
3: God! So they have these this sort of. Competing worldviews in the pub over a pint, talking about, you know, what sort of country they want their children to grow up in and uh, the sort of ideological cost and whether they've unleashed a monster. It's just horrifying. And I think one of the few insights that this film has, along with the whole their campaign started 20 years earlier thing, is the idea that people like that in those positions of power. To them, Joe Cox's death is pretty much the only real tangible impact that sort of breaks through any of their bullshit. Um, and, e-
0: and even then, they see this as a result of the discourse becoming uncivil. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a spectrum of incivility that starts
3: with yelling and ends with murder, and there's just a <laughs> slippery slope in between.
0: Well, that's what Aristotle said. <laughs> like Absolutely. Is a,
1: is a, a, it's a continued
2: heating gaming gaming moment. Yeah, up to it's, that point, it's
0: it's it in that the, in that they see sorry in that in that
2: <gasps> Dominic Cummings is a gamer. He's a gamer. The whole movie is about him being a gamer and playing a game, and no one understands it because TLDR. he's too smart.
0: and that game was British democracy. Otherwise always known as I've always
2: known as a Fortnite uh, no a Minecraft universe <laughs> well, look
0: britain's an island there's a storm it's centering on london it's awful out in the storm you have to pick up whatever you can get you always need you always need shield potions i think brit you're trying to build but people keep on ruining your house it's yeah. difficult it's especially difficult for new for new players somehow, to get on
2: somehow like a bunch of turkish people
1: come and like shoot you in the back when you don't even realize Dominic, Dominic Cummings has just finished writing turkey on the wall of the ladies' bathroom stall as a woman sticks her head in the door and says, what are you doing in here? And he turns mm-hmm. slowly to face her and says, have you ever heard of a fascinating book called
0: The Game? <laughs> <laughs> Dominic, Dominic Cumshot, political pickup artist.
4: <laughs> He's just <laughs> negging the voters. <laughs> I think in a way that face-off between Cummings and Craig O'Leary in some ways represents part of the problem of how it's depicted. because. They are presented as as diametric opposites when, of course, they are both conservatives. They were both in the Conservative government together. Craig Oliver as Director of Communications to Cameron, and Cummings uh, as to Gove. Now it's true that Oliver did successfully block Cummings' appointment post 2010 for for a year, for a year, and then and then and then the uh, the, the 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 genius got in, got in found his way into the building. But if if you are a socialist or on a, on the left in any way or or still more lefty, you would feel entirely unrepresented by that scene and also by much of the film. That at no point in the drama does anyone really criticise the, the 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 notion that the EU can be attacked from the left doesn't exist. Um, actually, while we're at it, Scotland and Northern Ireland I think don't exist. Parts of the UK that voted remain for very good reasons. Sorry, George, I've not heard of those words before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's Scotland, Ireland, neoliberalism. You can't define any of it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right? So it's the, the whole film basically culminates in Craig Oliver and, Dom, and Dominic Cumshot doing what every sensible political analyst says people should do, is they get a beer and they talk over their problems but and then and then they're just sort of they're sort of fretting a little bit about what's gone on and then but again only as it's ah this shows how low our politics has become and we we on these opposite sides and it's like it is and the reason i know it was written by a lib dem is that it assumes that tory is the only correct worldview that's how i know it's a (laughs) Lib Dem movie um any case let's get back to what we can all agree on a 10p charge on plastic bags (laughs) So, Leave wins, uh, as we all know, and then there's a phantasmagoric sequence where we I hear a minor, me, a minor key version of Rule Britannia, so we know that, that the country has become twisted. Oh, but it's also
1: like an 8-bit low-key, yeah. minor-key version, like like a polyphonic ringtone. Gamer. Yeah, I mean, it was originally going to be the crazy frog, but they couldn't get the rights <laughs> to that.
0: <laughs> right, everyone's drinking champagne, Cummings has a lager because he's a man of the people. Legend. He, and he looks directly up at the camera, brain god. Well, um, he I knew it was a film the whole time. I, I fucking hated those House
3: of Cards bits, pieces to camera, too. Like, yeah. ugh, clearly borrowing oh, from the same oh, sort of thing. This
1: would have been so much better if they'd have had, like, post-controversy Kevin Spacey.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely so. Tap to leave the lead, lead the Leave campaign is Kevin Spacey as himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And so... The, you and I know we don't pay the European Union 350 million pounds a week, but that's
1: between you and I. That's <laughs> not for them to know.
0: Uh, so he, he, the, the last sort of line uh, outside the framing device, which is, being, which is Cummings being interrogated by the ICO, which happens at the beginning and the end of the film, as he just says, I can't hear it anymore. Can you? It's gone. What the fuck does that mean? The sound of the underground. <laughs> What's the imply does that mean like what would this one vote like let out all of this pressure everything is solved now like like people are happier like what what do
4: you fucking mean <clears throat> well this this is again casting Cummins in some respects as he wants to be seen which is as first the genius who delivers the victory then the genius who's betrayed because he wasn't made Why? world king. And, and this, is, this is, again, his own, his own mythology. Essentially, his argument now is Brexit's gone wrong because um, me and Gove weren't in charge. Yeah,
0: because Theresa May didn't believe hard enough, mm. basically. That's because that's all it comes to. He's like, yeah, we have to do uh, pre- math for presidents and computer science for you know, getting your dick sucked or whatever. And then it's all, it, uh, all yeah. of his actual substantive arguments come down to basically belief and sort of, well, nationalism is actually kind of nice. That's the, everything he has to say. The people deserve Gove, you know. They, <laughs> they
1: voted to get rid of the faceless European bureaucrats. They want to be ruled by a sort of pepper
0: army with some eyes drawn on it. You know, they want to be ruled by someone who, like him or not, has a very distinctive face. Yeah. yeah it's so He looks like, it's like someone's made a balloon model of him. <laughs> sort of, it's weird. In the Prince,
3: Machiavelli said that the essential attribute for any ruler is that he sticks both of his lips into a bottle when he's drinking from it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought he kind of looked a bit like the Cristiano Ronaldo statue (laughs) um, the bust, but like just like a a skinnier and
1: paler version. Um, in a thousand years' time, all that remains of our society is just statues of Michael Go. <laughs> 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 the aliens arrive, and they're like, what kind of perverse
0: planet was this? <laughs> so the the, the the final scene uh, is um, the information commissioner says, Mr. Cummings, you are the unknown soldier, the real puppet master. We are living in the world you created. Did Dominic Cumshot just write this movie? Is that who actually wrote it? Because I can't see how anyone else unless they're a real idiot, would be taken in by this huckster to write that fucking line. It's literally the bit in Batman Begins where you find out that
1: Liam Neeson isn't Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> Or that he is? I can't even yeah. remember. You know, Liam Neeson is Ra's al Ghul, that's it. And it's not the Chinese guy who dies in the fire. <laughs> Ra's al <Google>. Ghul. <laughs> Raz al Google,
4: yeah. Uh, are we not going to do Craig Oliver retching in the streets? Oh, yeah, he does. He, get, he gets so mad about which, which actually happened what, uh, he, by his own.
0: Uh, he puked in the street.
3: Cool.
1: Nick, well, Very cool. To, Craig. Yeah. Craig Oliver had been on the Jaegers the night before, drowning his
4: sorrows.
0: Craig Oliver trying to get skinny for bikini season.
4: <laughs> but as sort ever, of, you know, because they're just more, more repelled and disgusted by by losing than 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 the actual harm they've created.
3: Yes. Well, the the, lo- the lowest point for him was like, look how low we've sunk. Uh, right before Joe Cox is murdered, is like the flotilla with Bob Geldof on the Thames. And he like looks at that on the TV and is like is this what we've been reduced to?
1: Holy fuck that was so insane the whole like that was literally the most Alan Partridge moment of the entire campaign. There were a lot of contenders. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like that day I was in a waiting room for like a casting session at some Russian TV station. I literally spent 8 hours just watching the news and I genuinely thought I was like high. I was like watching and I'm like there appears to be a sort of fleet of fishermen sailing up the Thames with <laughs> Nigel Farage, engaged in some sort of weird naval battle with Bob Geldof, and this is somehow deciding the political fate of the UK. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and that movie later became Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we shouldn't feel too sorry for, for Craig Oliver because, oh, of course, he did, subsequently, he did subsequently get a knighthood. You know, so... Oh, You good. know, if that's just, just as a reminder that we live in a in a in a perfectly meritocratic democracy.
0: Mm, I, lo- I love that. I, I I love um fucking up so I love fucking up what actually could have been a relatively easy campaign so horribly that um I then end up puking outside my boss's house uh, that I then am of course made into a knight.
2: And that means exactly. you're allowed to say the Edward in this country.
0: Yeah. That's... For services to facts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the K is silent in night and that allows you to say the N word, of course. Yes. yes. But you have to pronounce the K at the start. <laughs> it's
5: actually
1: an old Norse word meaning ignorant person. So <laughs> Fuck.
5: <laughs>
0: okay. So the last line of of the film is uh Cummings basically saying yes, Brexit has been betrayed because they didn't believe enough. He said, there's a systems failure in this country and across the West, and I rebooted it. But you rebooted the same system, you fools. I was hoping that there would be someone who would step in and do something and make a change. But he literally says, I rebooted it, and then says, you rebooted it. it So you (laughs) rebooted it. I think what I'm paraphrasing here, where it's like, he shut it down, and then he's saying they replaced it with the same system. What he wants to replace it with... A theocracy potentially, like all of these weird reactionary bloggers who sort of write ten thousand word posts about uh, the, the the gentle glory of Aristotle or whatever. They all just want to live gentle in gentle regrets. <laughs> God, I can't yeah, he, believe that's a real book by Roger Scruton. He's a mold
3: book guy, isn't he? Like the yeah, no, sort absolutely. of neo-monarchist
0: Yeah, he. Uh, it, it's unclear to me what he does. He want some kind of like stem monarchy? Is he trying to create a cyberpunk world? Michael goes brain emperor. emperor. Uh, God Emperor of Mankind, Michael Go.
3: Resurrect
1: Henry the <laughs> We fuck
0: need it. a man who
1: wasn't in the pocket of Big
0: White. Think, fuck <laughs> it. Why not? That's like that's like all the politics that they ever actually had. But because this film is so bird-brained, it just never goes beyond that. It never critically like looks at. Well, wait, what did Dominic Cummings actually want? And it just lets him get away with saying, "I wanted to." Do fucking high IQ stem shit to this country, but you all were too cowardly to let me like work my brain magic.
3: We could have had fucking Steven f- Pinker cloud chips just above <laughs> us at this very moment, but we fucked it. So it's Dominic Cummings storms out of the hearing. Fuck this,
1: I'm gonna go watch Rick and Morty. So,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. This let's 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 end on this. Before you do, I have one last thing. Uh, yes, go ahead. Comic
0: dummings. Thank you. <laughs> Nice. This film really, really, really I think it made me feel like I was doing the cinnamon challenge for like eighty or so minutes. It was great. I love it. Exhausting.
3: I, it. I just uh...
0: harrowing. It made me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. I'm not I'm not sure how. Any 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 final thoughts how'd this film make you feel, Hussein?
2: Well, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. Super
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brexit, Brexit. two, electric boogaloo. Uh, no, Brexit
0: infinity war. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, that is basically what it is. It's like it,
0: it, it is going to go on until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, we live in 2016 forever. We're in. We're in Craig Oliver's Fuka, personal hell.
1: Fukuyama was actually right that we do live in the end of history because all of the stuff that happens now will just go on forever. It will never become history. Yeah, it just because,
3: gets dumber like, and faster.
1: Yeah, yeah, like like it's it's like, we're living, it's
2: like Groundhog Day. You're living 2016, except every year it gets faster. Um,
1: and every time someone
2: like it's says like the B movie, every, every every time every time someone says the N word, it just
4: gets even faster. <laughs> the Brexit movie, but every time they say Brexit, it gets faster. <laughs> well, I think the point of consolation is that there was actually a sequel. Uh, it was the 2017 election.
0: Yeah,
4: and yeah. Uh, had. <laughs> and, and and Jeremy Corbyn, of course, is entirely absent. I'm not even sure he's mentioned. Mentioned once. Yeah. He's it,
0: mentioned once. On a phone call between
4: Tories.
1: Right. Right. No, d- Peter Mandelson's also there, you know. I mean, say what you will about Peter Mandelson, not technically a Tory. <laughs> <laughs>
4: because if you really wanted to set it up um, for a sequel, surely you should have cut to Corbyn and, and, and Seamus Mill in a bunker somewhere with Seamus Mill stroking a cat, sort of thinking, <laughs> hmm, the Conservatives are ripping each other to shreds. Maybe this could work in our favor. That's the post
3: credit yeah. scene, post credit scene.
4: <laughs> Whoa. We are we are living in the 2016
0: post credit scene and it's going to go on for fucking ever. Amazing. Jeremy
3: Corbyn with his glove missing
1: one jewel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then there's
2: a final post credit scene where, like, somewhere in Scotland, like, Robbie Travers is like standing on a mountain. <laughs> uh, and then, like,
0: there, there, there can only be one, thank God.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: Uh, anyway, I think yeah. we've we've recorded for like a record breakingly long time yeah. for the third time in a row. So I'm going to say, George, thank you very much thank for you. coming out thank and you for
2: hanging out in the guy household. Take a yeah. wipe on the communal towel. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: have a have a wipe. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Trash Future Studios. Have a wipe.
1: Yeah, wipe um, wipe away. <laughs> sweaty work podcasting. Um,
0: and and Alice, thanks for hopping on as well. Uh, thank you. It's always always a, d- a sweet delight. Yeah, always enjoy um, it. And finally, as, as usual, we have a live show coming up on uh, Thursday, the 21st of February. Got yeah, it right correct. that time. Not the 21st of Thursday. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and uh, we also have a Patreon, which you're listening to. So thank you very much for that. But uh, c- keep going. Maybe subscribe <laughs> to the acid tier. <laughs> if you really like the show. Um, and then uh, all that's left then is to say, uh, Milo, any comedy dates?
1: Uh, yeah, so I've got um, I've got a preview of my this year's Edinburgh show coming up on the 31st of January, which is at the Seckford, uh, which are my usual comedy night runs. It's on. That's a Thursday as well. The the 31st of Thursday. Uh, Usual time. There'll be a link in the description. The tickets are free, but please do sign up because they're going fast. And then also on the 13th of February, uh, we're doing a smoke Uh, with uh, it's me, Sam Lake, I think. Catherine Mather? I'm not sure. Anyway, Josie Long is headlining that, so it's going to be yes. a very good show. Uh,
0: tickets are five pounds. We'll also put a link in the description. Amazing. And of course, uh, you can consider buying a t-shirt from Lil Comrade with uh, maybe your favorite uh, high IQ brain moment. Maybe get your IQ printed on a t-shirt. I'm sure he would love to do that. Yeah. Um, just, finally- get just
3: turkey printed on it.
0: Yeah. Get get yeah. all seventy million Turks printed on a t shirt. Uh, and then uh, finally this no, remains for have me to be Raz Al Google. Finally <laughs> it remains for me to Yeah, actually someone do someone do please buy Raz Al Google. I would very much appreciate if someone did that.
1: Also buy our mugs. We still have oh, the yeah. merch. If anyone wants a soup mug yeah. or one of our other reasonably mugs? priced soup mug. A, a very <laughs> It's Not pri- that expensive a mug. It's like twelve dollars. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, And finally
0: All that remains to be All that remains to do is to thank Ginseng for the use of our song Here we go, you can find it on Spotify It is a very good tune Thank you and good night